Welcome to my next podcast. It's been a while since I last did one. This is actually only my second podcast. And what we do in this podcast is dedicate time to talk about math, math education, and education in general, and the state of education in in not just the world, but the state of Minnesota. That's where I happen to be located. Well, it's interesting because recently, just as school year is starting, state of Minnesota, the Minnesota Department of Education, released the most recent MCA testing results. And to really, I think, no one's surprise, really, that the statewide results show proficiency rates at 44% in math, which is down 11 percentage points from the 2019 scores, and 53% in reading, down 7 points from 2019. And this was the last time the students took the tests. They, they did not take anything in 2020 due to the COVID pandemic. Well, obviously, 44% proficiency in math is horrendous. But just think about that. That's 11% lower than what it was in 2019. So 55% proficiency still is not very good. And they did say that about statewide, about 77% of the eligible Minnesota students completed the MCA tests. That's down from the usual 98%. And obviously that's partially probably due to the fact that there were students that were still doing distance learning They probably just didn't figure they wanted to take the test or do the test. Didn't see the value in doing that, especially since they probably were going to see the decline anyway. But, you know, when they talk about that decline to 44%, just think, 44% of the students in the state are proficient in math. That means, if you do the math correctly, 56% are not proficient. They are there's 56% of the students out there that are not proficient in math. Now, is your student one of those that was impacted by this? It's possible. You may have gotten your scores already. You may have gotten seen your students' scores and noticed that they're either below or above. If they're above or proficient, that's great. Keep it going. Keep working hard. During this shutdown time, kids are going to have to work extra hard during that shutdown to stay on top of things. If not, when they get back, they're going to have to work extra hard to get back up to where they need to be. But what I am just so puzzled about is that they talk about this being down. And yes, it's down, but really, if you think about even the 2019 numbers... That would have meant 55% were proficient. That still meant 45% of the students are not proficient in math. That is still pretty bad. That is almost half of the state's students are not proficient in math. Now, your district may be different. Maybe you are at a charter school, private school. Maybe you are at a public school that is proficient in meeting those you can find all that data out there it is out there and 
it will actually show you um, how proficient your student is district-wide. And, and it may even tell you in your student scores as well. So what is the solution to this? Well, I, I don't have a solution. I do have an idea as to what can be done. Obviously, parents are probably going to have to find some outside help to get their student back up to, up to standards and, and up to where they need to be. I can tell you the place I work, Mathnasium, we do a great job in helping students be proficient in math and, and not just proficient, but beyond, beyond where they need to be. I had one parent who, who I sent something out to people and he said his, his kids rocked the MCAs. And you know what? They, during the whole pandemic, were continuing to go to Mathnasium. So they stayed on top of their math by doing that. And it showed because then when they took the test, just this last year, they were definitely proficient or well above proficiency, which is great. So what you really need to do, you may have to find some outside help. Maybe you have to pull your students from the public schools and, and homeschool them if you have that ability to do that. I think the schools need to readjust what how they're doing the MCAs and and maybe not do the MCAs. I know when I was in school, we didn't have tests that we had to take to show proficiency. What it was, was your grades. The grades were a little more difficult to get. You had to work your, your can off to, to do well in school. And nowadays it seems like they don't have to work as hard all they have to do is show proficiency on some tests. And a lot of kids don't know how to take tests. They don't understand how tests are made. They don't understand what they're looking for. A lot of these tests, like the MCA, ACT, if you've got the older students who are, are taking ACT or SAT, most of those types of tests can be taken and done well with little to no knowledge of the subject. As long as you understand the subject, you don't have to do a lot of, like in math, you don't have to do a lot of calculation, but you do have to understand the math. And then you have to understand how tests are built and be able to use things like process of elimination, things like um, logic reasoning and things like that to understand that Certain, certain answers just cannot possibly be the answer. And it doesn't work as well with the English. They're looking more for competency and, and understanding and, and knowledge and being able to understand exactly what you're reading, being able to comprehend that. So it's a little bit more difficult to do that in the reading. But in the math, if you understand the tests, you can usually do them with little to no calculations. Yes, you still have to understand the math. And that's where Mathnasium comes in. Because what Mathnasium does is we teach the why behind the math. We teach how math is done. Why it's done the way it is. And so you, your kids become successful because they have a, a lifelong understanding of how things work. And that's where your kid starts to find that success on those tests like the MCA. So 
Um, what else can be done? I, I really think you just really need to get a real active role in your student's education. Make sure that they're not just doing the work at school, that they're going above and beyond what is required in the school. Because a lot of the schools right now, and I don't, I'm a former educator. I know I've been in there. I've taught for four and a half years. I've been in the education world. I have relatives who've been educators, who are educators. And there are many, many great educators out there, but it's the system that is bringing it down because what they've done is they've lowered standards on a lot of things. So what they've done is they've said they haven't put as much emphasis on grades. They haven't done those types of things. Even when I was a teacher, <clears throat> now normally your grades, as you look at as you look at a teacher who's grading their students, you normally would see the grades on a bell curve. You'd see a few D's and F's, a few A's, a few you know higher B's. Most kids are going to settle in the CB range because that's average. If you look at what that what a lot of those are, people shouldn't be getting straight A's. If you're getting straight A's, back in my day, if you were getting straight A's, you were a pretty exceptional student. If you got an A and a couple B's and some C's, that was probably about what you should be doing. It all depends on where your strengths were. Nowadays, they're trying to get everybody to get A's. When I was a teacher in one, one of the school districts I was in, I was grading mine, and I graded the kids out, and it, it worked out to be a bell curve, just like it should. And the principal told me, well, you can't give that many C's out. You have to give more B's and A's. So I was forced to give B's and A's because that was not what the school wanted to see. So I think you've seen a lot of schools like that out there where they want to be shown in in a brighter light. So they are dumbing down the curriculum, dumbing down the grading system. And what's happening is then when the kids take a test like an MCA, they don't have enough knowledge of, of the subject to be successful on it because you're doing too many feel-good type of subjects. Even in math, they're just, oh, well, it's okay. In that same school, at the end of the year, we got together and talked about what we are going to do with the kids, move them on to the high school or not. <clears throat> and um, we got together and I had a student who hadn't done a stitch of work. And I said, he should not be going on to ninth grade. He should stay back. And they said, well, we can't do that. So here was a kid that we're going to pass on to ninth grade, even though he was not proficient in school, and even in math. And that's what's happening. So when you're getting these kids who are not showing proficiency, it's because school districts are just passing them on, moving them beyond. So really, take an active role in your students' learning. Get them to do extra work. Get them to go above and beyond what they, what they are learning in school. Because that way, they are going to set themselves apart from other students and excel. It's There are many online things you can have them do. 
Uh, lots of, you know, hopefully if your kid is self-motivated, they can, they can find some things that they love to do and latch on to some of that stuff um, and, and do those types of things. It's, but you as a parent really need to take that active role in making sure that your student is going above and beyond. Because what we want to see is, we do want to see these proficiencies going higher. I, I agree, the pandemic did a disservice to so many, so many students. Um, unless your student was a self-motivator and somebody who would just jump on and go and do it, um, they probably lost some knowledge and lost some things along the way. And kids are at that age, all students, the reason why we educate at the age they do is because they are like sponges and they can absorb things. But if you don't give them any knowledge to absorb, they're not going to. So we do want to see those increase, but I think we do need to change some things. I think we need to change the way education is doing some of those things. But in the meantime, as a parent, you need to make sure you're taking an active role in giving your students some extra things above and beyond. Instead of your student maybe sitting there on a video game or watching a TV show, get them to read a book. Find them, find a book to read. Get them to, to indulge themselves with some education type of projects, things like that. And I think once we start doing more of those types of things, and even if you need to get some extra programs, get your kids into extra programs like Mathnasium, those are all going to help make your kid become successful. So here's my shameless commercial plug. As I've said before, I work at Mathnasium. I work at the Mathnasium of Blaine and I also run the Mathnasium of Andover. But there are a lot of Mathnasiums in the whole Twin City area as well as the whole country. So if you are listening to this in an area and would like to get your student or your child plugged into a Mathnasium, go to www.mathnasium.com and find one that's close by you and contact them and get your student involved in there. Tell, tell them you heard a podcast about Mathnasium and about the, the um, proficiency levels of the MCA test dropping in Minnesota. And this is not something that I'm making up. You can find it all over the news, all over the internet just have to look and you can find out and you probably have gotten that information anyway on your students go ahead and look up mathnasium if you need that extra math help if you need extra help in reading or something else mathnasium cannot help you with that but there are other programs out there and again remember take an active role in your students learning and i think you will find that we can get those numbers increased and up and i will also take an active role in your students' learning if you were to come to my Mathnasium. Thank you very much.